What is the chief end of man? This is the question we're all asking. What's my purpose in life? What will make me happy? The Westminster Shorter Catechism answers, Man's chief end is to glorify God and to enjoy Him forever. This is the message of the Bible and King Jesus. Man's chief end is a radio ministry of the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church. Walking the same old good paths and right rule along the narrow way. Hear now a message by our pastor, Grant Van Leuven. Welcome to Man's Chief End Radio, brought to you by the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church in Southeast San Diego, Paradise Hills, next to National City to be more specific. This is Pastor Grant Van Leuven of Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church, and today we're having a special show. Uh, Normally during our program, we run sermons for you. On occasion, we'll have a program, we'll come into the studio and prepare a show, uh, usually to introduce another sermon series, but today is special. We are going to be telling you about a free concert we're having tonight, Wednesday, February 15th at 7 p.m. at our church, celebrating the Psalms with Nashville musician, singer, songwriter, musician, recording artist, uh, Matthew David Montgomery. And uh, he's here with us now through the phone, calling in from Nashville, Tennessee, to the studio. And uh, welcome, Matthew. Hey, Grant. Good to be with you. Good to be with you, too. Thank you for calling and uh, making time for us. Thanks for coming to our to our church and getting ready to bless our saints and those who might join us for the concert. Uh, in Nashville right now, I can't help but ask. Uh, I've been living in San Diego so long, I feel left out from the weather from the rest of the nation. I grew up, I grew up in western New York, went to seminary in western PA, so... I know my share of snow, but I've been here so long, over a decade. I'm always so curious. What's it What's it like in Tennessee? I know it's not probably like the Northeast, but is it cold yeah. there? What's it like? Well, you and I both have some Pittsburgh roots in our background, right. commonly. Um, so we're used to snow. But yeah, my wife and I moved here two years ago. Right now, it is pretty temperate. It is 54 right now and cloudy. 54. But, um, it's much better than Pittsburgh, you would know, but... <laughs> Yeah, it's although I'll tell you, Pittsburgh, my experience was Pittsburgh was better than Western New York, though. But yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's funny. That's the temperature it starts to get here. Uh, although I guess you're calling more towards the evening hours of your time. But uh, right now it can get into the 40s and 50s. And uh, I'm a wimp now. I've assimilated and I walk outside without a jacket. I say, oh, it's so cold. It's so cold. Whereas <laughs> I grew, I always say to myself, growing up, you would have you would have been thinking, this is great. Spring's here. <laughs> Well, I hope you're going to enjoy the sunny weather here in San Diego, and we're so glad to have you. Uh, Thankful that you could perform at Cool Down Coffee earlier today to promote the concert. Uh, What I'd like you to do, can you just share with us uh, about your background with music and what you're doing in Nashville, and then uh, let us know about this particular concert that you do related to Psalms? Sure. Yeah, what I do musically is a little bit of an oddity. Um, I'm not... You would think from being from Nashville that um, I would do country music, singer-songwriter type stuff. That's not what everyone does here. The, the niche thing that I do is lead these psalm sing concerts and sort of mix in some fun guitar stuff with it. I'm very heavily influenced by um, a guitarist named Phil Keggy. Some folks may know that name. And he was a, an early days CCM guitarist that just did a solo show. It was him, an acoustic guitar and a loop pedal. So live looping is something I rely heavily on for these concerts. Um, and what I do is um, take the Psalms from the Reformed Presbyterian Church of North America's Psalter. And sorry, that's a mouthful for your <laughs> listeners. But um, basically, think of a hymnal 
It's a bunch of music and texts contained within a, only the text of the scripture. It's the book of Psalms, and it's intended for corporate singing, for congregational group singing. So I've worked with this publisher to sort of make simple arrangements with instrumentation. Um, I've collaborated with a number of friends, both here in town and abroad, um, to sort of just bring these psalm texts to life through the means of recording. So there's a CD of it. Um, if you're old school, there's they're all available <laughs> on streaming services, Spotify, Apple Music, all that good stuff. Yeah, can and you explain to us what a CD is, please? No, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. But I, I love to have <laughs> I love to have fun with my kids. Yeah, you can serve a drink. Actually, I say that with my old CDs with my music ministry. They make excellent coffee coffee holders or door blocks. But um, yeah, it's funny. I love to tease my kids. There's this thing called a CD. Or then they say, before that, there was cassette tapes. I actually remember, uh, oh, what do you call it? Eight tracks. I had a buddy oh, in college. Yeah. yeah. Oh, listen to this. I had. A, I grew up listening to eight tracks. Scarf, uh, 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 what was it? Um, Cecilia, Art, Art Garfunkel, what is it? Anyhow, I, I, my dad had some eight tracks, but I had a buddy in uh, community college. He gave me a ride one time. He actually had this old van. And it took eight tracks in the in the van, but he had a cassette converter that he put into that, and then he had, from the cassette cassette converter he went he took that to his MP3 player, or CD player, or something like that, <laughs> and it worked. <laughs> Couldn't believe it. But um, yeah, I teased my kids last night too in one of the sermons. I was saying, um, so uh, we're going to we're going to uh, open our Bibles. You know, there is this thing called a book. It's paper. It's bound and. Kids, you might not know what a book is. No, just kidding. But uh, yeah, CDs are almost now. It's so funny. They are almost. Um, they don't. Nobody knows what they are. I remember when I first got one. I'm not an early adapter. My friends got me to finally get a CD player, and they just thought I was so out of it. But <laughs> and now they're almost yeah. But um, tell and me now, vinyl is coming back too. Isn't I'm, that I'm hilarious? Actually, <laughs> I'm tempted to actually make some prints, some presses of psalms for singing on vinyl because people are so into it yeah well i do want to come back to talking about singing psalms and one of the reasons sure. you're coming to our church and, and i want to i want to table that for a moment but i do want to let people know we're going to talk more about why psalms and uh one of the th- reasons is uh, we're hosting the concert is our church sings psalms exclusively so we're very similar to mm-hmm. the reformed presbyterian church in north america you mentioned uh you went to their mm-hmm. college uh, Geneva College. I went to their seminary actually in Pittsburgh, RP, mm-hmm. RPTS, and that's where I got convicted to sing the Psalms. So we're going to want to talk about that more. But first, I sure. can't help. I don't. I don't want to miss. I'm so curious uh, to talk about a little more about Phil Keggy. But before we do, tell me about uh, that looping and things. Let people know what they're going to experience with. I mean, I know you play guitar. Going to be singing, but tell us about the looping in case people don't really know what that is, so they can know what to expect. Yeah. So the live looping thing, Phil was really one of the pioneers for it in the early days. Um, And you may have seen Ed Sheeran do it more popularly now these days. And there's a few other artists that have sort of uh, made use of that in their live setup. But basically it's, you have a pedal at your feet and it's like a little recorder. You'd step on it when you play a phrase. And when you're finished with that musical phrase, you step on it again and it spits it back out at you. Mistakes and all. (laughs) <laughs> I've come to find out. Um, and then you can layer on top of that. And sort of it's like the recording studio in real time. So you can make it sound and feel like you have a band with you. You can play percussion on the guitar and sing harmonies into the guitar if you have a microphone installed on your guitar, which is fun. And you can just layer these things and it really creates a fun live 
feel. I, yeah, I, it does. It almost sounds like you have a whole band. It's really neat to just even watch as you build that texture before you start performing the song. I had a, a real good friend that I used to play with in, in Western New York, and he was a huge Phil Kiggy fan. I, I think he really mm-hmm. tried to mimic him a lot as well, and so he would do all of this, and uh, that was really neat. I've never been able to mess with that stuff. It's too technical for me. I pretty much, like, I if I use any pedal, it's a um, little bit of reverb or distortion. You know, if I try any more than that, I just make a mess. <laughs> I'm impressed at how you can keep track of it all, but it is really enjoyable to listen to. And um, let's make sure people know who Phil Keggy is. Now, I said to the church, Phil Keggy plays on one of his songs. You won't believe it. And I said, and if you don't know who Phil Keggy is, you should. <laughs> I've exactly. seen him in concert. I saw him in concert in Western PA there. Uh, I don't think he was with uh, Randy Stonehill, but Randy Stonehill is, is my favorite uh, Christian musician. Mm. And uh, people might be more familiar with the name uh, uh, Keith Green. It would kind of be during that time. But uh, I know yeah. that Keggy and, and um, Stonehill would play together a lot, uh, at least a lot you know, later in life. And uh, so pioneers of the Christian music scene, and um, I, I just love their stuff and wish they'd get more airplay uh, these days. But it's a real treat uh, to, to be able to see them. And so it's going to be a real treat for those who can come to the concert here to listen to you, because that is really uh, enjoyable. I've heard your voice also. You have a lovely voice, and I'm, I'm really looking oh, forward to you. this. But if it's okay, what I'd like to do, uh, considering Phil Keggy uh, played on one of your songs, we're going to go ahead and, and play that song right now. Probably won't play the whole thing, but let's give a little bit of a listen uh, for those uh, tuning in right now to one of your songs. And uh, this psalm, help me remember, which psalm is this that uh, we're going to play? What's Psalm the, 118 from, from the book of Psalms for Worship. Yep. And and how do you title it? Or at least the way, it seems like you have a, a chorus going on in the song when I listen to it. So I just title it with what the Psalter actually says at the top. So, so thank the Lord for he is good is just sort of the little tagline. And then Psalm 118a is how gotcha. I refer and, to it. And I know I recognize Phil Kiggy's voice on it. Is he also contributing with guitar work along with you or is it just you? Yeah. So how we recorded it is actually interesting. It's you, you imagine people recording things all together in the same room all at once. But what we did is, I recorded the acoustic guitar that it opens with, double-tracked that, so there's one hard pan left and right, and then I recorded a scratch vocal, so it's just for listening and reference purposes, and then I sent that off to Phil, and he added some electric guitar to it and his vocal, and then we blended the two of those together, and then I also took a little mobile setup to the church that I work for and I'm a member of, and the music director that I work alongside there, he's an incredible pianist. So mm. we set up some microphones in the sanctuary on this seven-foot Steinway, and he wow. tracked some piano to go along with it as well. Yeah, so and that, that is where I think stands out particularly. The piano sounds great, yeah. So yeah, so, so uh, you're playing the acoustic guitar, and Phil Kiggy's playing the electric on this. Correct. Okay. And then he sings first, I know, and then you come next. So let's go ahead and play enough from the beginning where you can hear Phil Kiggy singing and and then uh, our brother uh, Matthew joining him and uh, probably won't play the whole thing, but let's go here in a little bit. And on this one, you're hearing Phil Keggy with Matthew. Oh, thank the Lord for he is good. His gracious love endures. Oh, let all Israel now say, His gracious love endures. On 
let the house of Aaron say His gracious love endures Let those who fear the Lord now say His gracious love endures heard a little bit of that electric guitar at the end there with Phil Keggy and um, the piano is beautiful and actually it makes me think the 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 style of the piano and the style of your voice I've I've been thinking this a lot since I've been hearing your music has anyone ever said you remind them of Michael Card another kind of important Mm. uh, I I don't know if you've ever gotten that before but I keep thinking of Michael Card has anyone ever told told you that I've never gotten that as a compliment but I'll take it as a compliment I intended as a big compliment yeah (laughs) (laughs) I saw him in concert too in western Pennsylvania and in this case Mm. this this was really neat it was a it was a packed church it was a larger church and I was up in the balcony I got there late and I couldn't believe it they were giving away um, you know with the ticket they pull a ticket and you win like all of his CDs and oh, I wow. and I won. I was so excited. Oh, and I never do. I never win that stuff. And I'm up on the balcony, and they can't find me or hear me. And I'm like, "It's me. I'm up here. I'm up here. <laughs> Don't give them somebody else." But uh, yeah. So yeah, I think I um, I really enjoy your voice. It reminds me a lot of that with the style, at least from that first song with the piano and everything. It reminds me a lot of uh, of Michael Card, which I do mean as a as a big and a big uh, uh, compliment, along with the, the the how cool it is you're working with Phil Kagi and. So that's great. Well, let's um, let's talk about what are people going to see. I mean, they're going to hear you singing these psalms, and again, you're you're working with uh, music that's put together for the psalms in terms of the words to sing and the melody uh, by the publisher for the RPCNA uh, Crown and Covenant in Pittsburgh, right right across the mm-hmm. park- parking lot from where I went to seminary, um, and yeah. and I know it's its most modern version of them, uh, the Psalms for Worship, I think it's called, right. Yep, 2009 they published that. The blue one. (laughs) I always go by the different colors they come out in. And and, um, so I think you're still working with that melody. It seems to me, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're kind of putting it to your own rendition of the music, or is it more than that? Yeah, I I would call that a reharmonization. So if you sing that psalm, four-part harmony, a cappella, as the RPCNA does, it's going to feel a little bit different musically just because there's different chords happening underneath of it and i kind of gave it a james taylor copper line feel to it if you're familiar with that tune but um so oftentimes i'll try to condense it and keep it true to the original that's in the psalter mm-hmm. but if it if it lends itself to sort of a different reharmonization that might fit it fit the mood of it a little bit better than sometimes i've and i know you're going to be performing but you'll also be inviting us to sing along with you some so some of those song sheets you've sent to me to be printed out so people can sing along but also sit back and, and enjoy uh, your singing but also your stories I want to I want to talk about your story in a minute in terms of why did you dis- why did you want to start doing this with the Psalms but before we do I can't help but ask you about something you said uh, you're going to do that uh, perform the songs encourage us to sing with you but also you said there'll be some fun and flashy guitar playing to keep things interesting <laughs> tell us about that my sons want I to know stole too. that phrase from a friend that also does similar concerts like this, not with the Psalms, but um, touring churches and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I, I'd laugh. It's sort of tongue in cheek, but it's like, how do you describe the fun Phil Keggy stuff with yeah. the looping and whatnot? 
So fun and flashy is the best way that I can say it without sounding like a complete jerk. <laughs> no, so. that's okay. Uh, am I correct in understanding like there'll be times where you do some instrumentals, like some solos, just yeah, for us to so enjoy? Overall, the looping you're doing, you're going to do some little breaks. Okay, and you yeah, can do that. Then you're not you're not like me that basically uh, plays chords so I can sing along. You actually know how to do some some cool lead stuff like Phil Keggy. You're going to give us some Phil Keggy esque uh, entertainment with uh, some instrumental stuff, is what you're saying. Yeah, and if you listen to the songs for singing record, um, in the meantime, between now and then, if you're tuning into this between now and tonight, um, you'll hear some just guitar solo work that's done on some of the tracks, just as little Selah moments. <laughs> Great, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, the other the other thing I want to uh, do is just remind everyone while they're listening, we're having a concert tonight, Wednesday, February 15th, 7 p.m. at the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church, which brings you this radio program, Man's Chief End. Again, I'm Pastor Grant Van Leuven uh, with the program, and we're interviewing right now Matthew David Montgomery, a songwriter and musician out of Nashville, Tennessee, who is going to be performing a concert celebrating the Psalms tonight at the church, and it'll involve some audience participation it'll also involve some fun and flashy guitar playing and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna gauge from the audience was that fun was it flashy and if not we'll demand some more just just no jumping <laughs> off the stage no smashing guitars or lighting them on fire or anything like that please but but definitely no and definitely please entertain us yeah we're looking forward to it um, <laughs> but uh, so one other thing we just want to come back to tell us why the Psalms tell us um, why you started doing this and and what we're gonna hear you talk about yeah, it's it's funny to think of potential listeners flipping through radio stations and coming across two guys nerding out about talking about the Psalter. <laughs> that may seem like a totally foreign concept to a lot of folks, but historically the church has sung the Psalms, and it's only in recent history that we've sort of veered away from that into man-made hymns. Um, and so I was introduced to singing the Psalms sort of kicking and screaming. I didn't understand it. I didn't I didn't understand the premise of it, and I didn't see the benefit of it. Um, and that was, at, you mentioned before, Geneva College of the Reformed Presbyterian Church of North America. Um, it's their denominational school. Um, but so when I got there as a freshman, I remember attending a chapel service and hearing the singing, and I thought, oh, it's interesting. There's no instruments. I wonder if they're just doing like a one-off acapella week. And mm-hmm. Um, so I emailed the chaplain that day and I said, Hey, just so you know, I'm a freshman here and I would love to help out with music and chapel. I play guitar. If you need any instrumentalists, let me know. And he very (laughs) kindly and gently said, we don't do that here. And he proceeded to then get coffee with me numerous times to explain the position that they held that, um, there were not to be instruments in corporate worship and we'll, we'll get into all of this maybe a little bit. Um, well, that's okay. In, in our church, that's the other thing. Uh, usually, most often they go together. So we sing psalms exclusively, uh, but we also sing a cappella, which that's actually a Latin term that means like the church, because as well, the church mm-hmm. used to only sing a cappella, no instruments. Yeah. And uh, there are typological reasons for that with the coming of Christ and the temple. All those things, uh, I'll, I'll actually, after you perform, I, I'm pretty sure what I'll do is I'm going to run some times from our membership class where I taught about why exclusive psalmody, and then also uh, why acapella. So acapella, we'll, uh, we don't need to focus on that too much now because we're going to have you coming sure. and doing a concert, other than to say we do, uh, the session of the church is presenting this as entertainment and a concert, uh, not formal yeah. worship, but we do in- include everybody to sing along. The reformers who were diehards with acapella psalmody, they love their instruments and they'd get together for hootenannies all the time. I don't think they probably called them that. Yeah. But, um, and yeah, it's so. fascinating that I just found out is in Calvin's Geneva, when he was putting together the first Genevan Psalter, he was very adamant that they only sing in unison, not even in mm. harmony, because oh, wow. that would break the congregation's voice if they were singing more than one part. But 
for home use when it's not an actual worship service, they printed four part harmony, yeah, but not for neat. corporate worship. So there's this, and there is that distinction to be understood church. that I I think is lost on Christians today quite often, yeah. uh, in both ways. Like I enjoy a lot of modern Christian music like this that wouldn't be the Psalms. Uh, some in kind of my ilk might be more uh, hesitant about that, but I always say it's important just to make the distinction. There's a distinction between worship and entertainment, and there's an overlap of what you can enjoy, but there's a difference uh, as well. So, But you t- tell me particularly the Psalms, how they became uh, so impressed on your heart through the influence of Geneva College and the singing of Psalms in chapel worship. Uh, why did you decide yeah. to take it from there with the concerts? So about halfway through my time in undergrad, I really just asked the Lord to plant my feet where I was and make the best of that time. And the Lord is good and the giver of all good gifts. And he did do that for me. And he just immediately, it was like a switch flipped. And I was just so profoundly impacted by these texts that are ancient truths that were revealed um, that pointed forward to Christ. I didn't understand how we could sing in corporate worship and not sing Jesus's name explicitly, but then I started to see all of these psalms just so blatantly and explicitly pointing towards the Christ that was to come. And now, as we stand on this side of the Old Covenant and the New Covenant, we see that it has all been fulfilled. Yeah, and Jesus even says in the end of the Gospel to Luke, uh, even the psalms sing of me, they teach and speak of me, right? Psalm 16 uh, is one of the psalms that you have, and David, or excuse me, Peter quotes that in great detail in Acts chapter 2 to prove to everyone that Jesus is the Christ, because he says, you all see that Jesus is risen from the dead. And then he quotes David in Psalm 16, saying he was a prophet, he knew he was preaching of Christ, and it was about the resurrection. And so, yeah, the Psalms speak of Christ everywhere. Yeah, so what better way to memorize Scripture than to put it to music? That was the other thing that was just such a blessing, was I realized at the end of my time at Geneva, I had more Scripture memorized from that season of life than mm-hmm. I had any other put together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, putting the hiding God's Word in our heart that we would not sin against Him and have Christ there, uh, right, the the singing of His Word is uh, puts it in there. Uh, and then the and then the, the music that you've put together, uh, or the way you'll be performing it, is, is going to be real enjoyable to listen to. Anything else you want to share with us about uh, what, what people can expect about... Um, how you'll be sharing about the Psalms with us. So are you going to be interacting with some of these Psalms and talking about their meaning and, and um, you know, applying it to our lives, that kind of thing? Or? Yeah, I'll probably just have some banter between the Psalms and um, talk a little bit about particulars of them. But yeah, all, I, it's funny. Rich Mullins is another one of the early. Oh CCM yeah. Rich Mullins. Like, absolutely. We've, gone, we've talked through the whole gamut of all these early CCM dudes, but Rich Mullins always said like, don't listen to me. I'm just a musician. Go talk to your pastor. <laughs> Randy Stonehill tells a really beautiful story about how uh, when he couldn't be somewhere, he uh, he he said, get Rich Mullins to fill in for me. A really beautiful story, one of his concerts. Hey, I did want to let you know, I know you might be worried about this. I I, uh, I told him I have my own axe. That is, I have my own acoustic guitar I bought in New York once, but it's. I felt like I brought it home because it's made in El Cajon, the Taylor Guitar Company. And um, so I, I, I was going to kind of tease you. So you're going to let me play with you, right? Nah, just kidding. But I was, I did just want you to be warned that I am bringing some other instruments I'm particularly good at. And I thought I'd maybe from the pews just play along with you. So one of them's the kazoo. And then, of course, the other one is that little harp instrument, that mouth harp that Snoopy plays. So if you hear that, don't worry. That's all part of the show, folks. No, just kidding. 
I won't interrupt. I will sit back and enjoy the show. So, well, thank you again. This is Matthew David Montgomery calling in and talking with us from Nashville, Tennessee. He is a musician, recording artist, songwriter. He's going to be performing at the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church in Paradise Hills, California. That's southeast San Diego near uh, National City and Bonita and Chula Vista. He'll be performing at 7 p.m. tonight, Wednesday, February 15th. It's a free concert. You're welcome to come. There'll be no charge. He will have CDs that you can buy of these beautiful songs set to music, including with Phil Keggy singing and performing on one of them. He'll also have some merchandise you can buy, such as shirts with the five solas of the Reformation on it. So we encourage you to come, enjoy the fellowship. There will be food and refreshments. I guess food is a refreshment. There'll be fresh uh, refreshments and fellowship afterwards, and uh, encourage you to come and, and enjoy yourselves. And again, if you forgot to bring your uh, your special someone out for a special event for Valentine's Day yesterday. Bring them here and you can make up for it. And uh, we want to thank you for coming out to San Diego and love to have you come out again. Matthew Looking David Montgomery to. in concert celebration of the Psalms with guitar singing, lots of looping and uh, fun flashy guitar playing. Uh, we're going to enjoy ourselves a free concert uh, this uh, tonight, Wednesday, February 15th, 7 p.m. Please join us at the Puritan Reformed Presbyterian Church. You've been listening to Man's Chief End. Augustine wrote, Thou hast made us for thyself, O Lord, and our heart is restless until it finds its rest in thee. This is man's chief end, to glorify God and to enjoy him forever. To help us keep this radio program on the air with your cheerful gifts, please visit PuritanChurch.com and click on Man's Chief End Radio. You're invited to join us Sundays for morning and evening worship and Wednesday nights for prayer and Bible study. Our church is located in Southeast San Diego and is easy to get to from Highways 54 and the 805. For more information, visit PuritanChurch.com or call 619-479-5053. That's 619-479-5053. And join Pastor Grant right here on K-Praise, Monday through Saturday at 1130 a.m. for Man's Chief End Radio.